Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. The Edmonton Oilers have arrived in Los Angeles. Just got that notification a few minutes ago. Game three tomorrow against the Kings is right here on 630 Ched. Face-off show at 6. Game will start at 8. Watch party at Rogers Place. I'm going to be broadcasting from Rogers Place tomorrow. By the way, I'm here right now as the Oil Kings are getting set to take on the Red Deer Rebels at 7 o'clock in Game 1 of that series. And Oil Kings play-by-play voice Andrew Peard will join me here in the first hour to help get you ready for that series. But yes, the Oil Kings are the uh, Oilers on the road to face Los Angeles Friday and Sunday. And now that the series is tied 1-1, There will for sure be a Game 5, which I think most of us expected there would be anyway. And it will be Tuesday, May 10th, and it'll be another late one. It'll be the uh, 8 p.m. start, so we'll have the face-off show at 6 and the game at 8, as we uh, will have had for the first four games in this series as well. Here's what's going on in the NHL tonight. Rangers and Penguins are tied like they were for the large majority of the game the other night. They went into triple overtime. It's 1-1 early in the second period. Gensel and cop have scored the goals capitals and panthers caps are up one nothing in that series scoreless with about four and a half minutes left in the first period later tonight the avalanche who blew out the predators in game one will try to go up two nothing that starts at 7 30 and the eight o'clock start the flames up one nothing in the series after the one nothing win over dallas a couple of days ago the Stars with just 16 shots on goal in that game. Blue Jays in Cleveland to play the Guardians. It is 6-2 for Cleveland. That is in the sixth inning. The Blue Jays got a couple early, but Cleveland uh, just pulling away a bit. They got three in the uh, fifth inning. So 6-2, Blue Jays trailing the Guardians. That is in the sixth. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Uh, Yeah, we're going to have a fun show. Craig McTavish will check in between 6.30 and 7. It'll be interesting to get his thoughts on the Oilers and Kings series so far. We'll talk a little bit about the uh, Edmonton Elks special promotion for their preseason game on June 3rd. I referenced this in in the last uh, week or so a couple of times that something was going to be announced today. So the net ticket proceeds from the preseason game on June 3rd will be uh, going to directly to help Ukrainians resettle in Alberta. We'll get a few more details out of that. You'll meet a member of the Alberta Golden Bears football team who was drafted by the Calgary Stampeders and on and on we will go. Of course, you are welcome to participate in the program at 780-496-0063. That is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. You can follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S, and you can email the show. And I always love getting good old-fashioned emails. That has now become the old-fashioned way to communicate inside sports at 630ched.com. If you would like to email me of your picture of your pet and maybe a couple lines about your pet, I will reply with a personalized compliment for your pet. Again, no tarantulas. Also, we got Mother's Day is Sunday already. Is that right, Kellen? 
That's what I've got. Mother's Day is Sunday. <laughs> I hope so everybody else has the same info. <laughs> so sometime in the next day or two, because I believe it was the uh, Friday before Mother's Day last year, that uh, in honor of Mother's Day, I posted on Twitter. Now, this was this was the rare tweet where I did something just beyond, hey, here are the line combinations. Here's uh, some news about the Oilers or the Elks. Here's a, a show I'm doing on Ched. Maybe you'll have fun if you listen to it. I actually did something a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, last year leading into Mother's Day weekend, I don't know if I'll do it tomorrow because it's an Oilers game day and, and people are going to be focused. And my mom wouldn't want to take the focus off the team because she's very invested in how the team does. Uh, So maybe I'll do it on Saturday. So I'll I'll update this list. So I I wrote, uh, this was May 7th, 2021. In honor of Mother's Day on Sunday, here are the five athletes my mother currently dislikes the most. The list was Corey Perry, Patrick Reed, Matthew Kachuk, Austin Matthews, and Zach Hyman. I can assure you Zach Hyman is off that list. Yes. He's absolutely off that list. Everything she hated about him as a Maple Leaf, she likes about him as an Edmonton Oiler. Corey Perry is still in the NHL, plays for Tampa Bay. I I don't think, and I don't ask my mom. This is just from things I hear her say, and sometimes she can say pretty nasty things about players. I've heard her call players little pukes. So I, I've definitely heard that in, in relation to a couple of the guys who are on the list. And, and I think I'm going to have to add somebody. Pro, I, I, it's probably going to be a Calgary Flame. I, Hyman's coming off for sure. I would think mm. Perry's coming off. Is there anybody on the current Kings roster after the first two games that she's... Yeah, I'm not sure. She, hasn't, she hasn't said too much specifically about anything on the Kings. She usually gets mad at the other team's goaltender just because he's stopping pucks that she okay. thinks should go in. So not a Jonathan Quick fan. Like she probably. was pretty angry at Martin Jones in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if I would put Jonathan Quick on this list, but she definitely got a little bit of a hate on for Martin Jones in 2017 because she wants, as I've said numerous times, and Jay Lynn read the text from a listener, she wants blowouts. She, she was happy with 6 nothing last night. She would have mm-hmm. preferred 6 nothing after the first period. Would have <laughs> provided even less tension for her. But uh, anyway, I'll have maybe on Saturday, a Saturday afternoon, I'll spend some time thinking and collate some information. And uh, we'll get into that. Oh, I guess somebody sent me an email of their pet already. Aw. Oh, it's the big L. Oh, my God. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's some sort of a beast. Bless. <laughs> I... I'm not complimenting that animal because I don't think that's actually your pet, Big L. I think you're misleading me a little bit. That is, He did make me laugh, though, as he often does. Okay, we will see if we get any Oilers audio from L.A., by the way, before the end of the show. Uh, because they are doing a media availability probably within half an hour or so. So if we do get some audio uh, posted that we can get to you, or maybe, Kellen, you can keep an eye on their YouTube. I will. And uh, hopefully we can get something on the show for you. But I can tell you this, the uh, special teams have been very, very good for the Oilers so far in this series. Drysaddle recovers the rebound to Barry, and now left circle, Nugent Hopkins. Barry high slot, one-timer, Drysaddle scores! 
Edmonton breaks through to take its first lead of the series. It seems that uh, special teams in these first couple games throughout the league have been uh, very important. So, uh, you know, the other night we won the special teams battle, lost the game. That, that doesn't happen very often. Uh, tonight we, we did a great job again, and that's going to have to be uh, continued throughout the rest of our journey here. Kane, right face off, dot, shoots and scores. Evander Kane powers home his second goal of the night. To be honest, there's been more penalties than I expected in the beginning of playoffs, but we all know special teams are huge come playoff time. You, you only get so many power plays, and um, we want our power play to be lethal, and if they're not scoring, they're creating momentum for us right now, which is, which is good, and the penalty kill has been doing the same, you know, creating momentum by killing it off, and and um, I think that, like you said, in the last couple of months, we've kind of laid a good foundation in, in what we want our special teams looking like, and um, that rolled into playoffs. Edmonton and over the line. McDavid dishes off a shot. Score! Off the rush! And there it is! Darnell Nurse's first NHL playoff goal! Comments there from Evander Kane and Derek Ryan. Ryan, a big part of the penalty kill that has gone eight for eight and provided that shorthanded goal from Darnell Nurse on the setup from Connor McDavid. And then the uh, power play clicking as well. Now four for eight in the series. So the Oilers plus five on the special teams, which is significant. The Oilers five on five play has improved. But I think sometimes you still got to win a game or two along the way uh, on your special teams if you're going to go deep into the postseason. And the Oilers yesterday were quite good five on five. That was a pretty complete victory. But the special teams bursting out of the gate here in the uh, postseason. And of course, as you would expect, the uh, Oilers players thrilled to hear the enthusiasm of the fan base. This is a, an electric building around this time of the year, and uh, it's like I said, as, as players, you feed off the energy that they bring, and um, you know, for us, we want to be playing as long as possible to enjoy this as long as possible. So um, it's it's a lot of fun to have the fans, uh, not only in the rink, but you know, after games and, and, and celebrating, and like I say it gives uh, gives a lot of life to the group. It's pretty incredible when you have a fan base like this, and they're that excited about you know us having a chance to play for the Stanley Cup, and. Um, you know, we want to do anything possible to make that happen, and and obviously it's one game. We won one game, but it's uh, it's great to see the city, you know, feeling it, and uh, they deserve it because it's been a long time, obviously coming since they've been back in the building, and the playoffs have been in Edmonton. So, um, hopefully, we can just keep this going, and and it's a long long road ahead, but uh, you can't do it without loyal fans. Very loud in the building last night. The intro video, very well done by OEG and the uh, technical staff who put that together. Really cool flash in the video of Ben Stelter saying, play La Bamba, baby. And then you can hear the chanting out on 104th Avenue when the Oilers are doing the media availability in the Hall of Fame room with the big windows there looking out onto the street. By the way, the uh, Stelter family was not at game one not at game two they have gone to california and i believe the plan is that ben stelter will uh, be at games three and four in los angeles and there will be lots of oilers fans there i i, I, I there gonna be, there will be more oilers fans in la than there were kings fans here i can pretty much guarantee that 
Oilers Nation putting together a trip because I know a couple of the guys who uh, were heading down there today. So I think you're going to hear some very noisy Oilers fans, even though it'll be a road game here coming up on uh, tomorrow and on Sunday. Okay, Craig McTavish is going to check in after the 6.30 news and standing by to join me to preview the Oil Kings and the Rebels tonight. Oil Kings play-by-play voice Andrew Peart. Inside Sports on Chet. been welcomed into Rogers Place tonight by the Edmonton Oil Kings and their play-by-play voice, Andrew Peard. Andrew, good to see you. Hey, good to see you. It's good to do this in person. It is nice to see you. Thanks for uh, having me in uh, as you lead up to your broadcast. Of course, it's on oilkings.ca, 7 o'clock. Are you on a little earlier? 6.45. 6.45. Oh, geez, I'm really cutting no. you close here. Well, we'll be done before 6.30. <laughs> uh, all right, so Red Deer, uh, ex- explain why this will likely be a much tougher series than what you guys faced in the first round. Well, two big reasons are Arjdeep Baines and Ben King. They finished 1-2 during the, the regular season in scoring, and those two players in the first round, they showed no signs of slowing down. They had eight points against the Brandon Wheat Kings. Ben King erupted in game six to put them over the top in that series with a hat trick uh, and an assist. So, um, you know, that's first and foremost, but there's just more depth to the Red Deer Rebels. You know, they, they've got the former Oil King and Liam Keeler, who's brought a veteran presence to that team. They've got guys guys on the back end like a, a Jace Weir and a Christopher Setoff and a Kyle Masters and Jackson Vandalese, some some real key veterans back there for him. And all of a sudden, Chase Coward, their rookie netminder, uh, doesn't look like much of a rookie right now. He's got a, a goals against average here in the postseason below 1.5 and a save percentage hovering around the 950 mark. So, you know, there's a lot to like about this Red Deer team. And maybe the most important piece is behind the bench and Steve Konowalchuk. Uh, first year with the Red Deer Rebels. Last time he was in this league, he was behind the bench of the Seattle Thunderbirds and they won the WHL championship. He's brought that winning acumen here to the Red Deer. So is that when Ethan Bear was there? Am I getting the year right? Yep, you're correct. Because they went to the Memorial Cup? Okay. Well, all right. Well, uh, this will be, and and the fact that it's regional, I think, will add a little bit of fuel to it, because I assume we're going to get fans traveling to both rinks, which will be fun. Yeah, it's going to be outstanding. It's it's been a shame, really. This is the Oil Kings' 15th year in the Western Hockey League. Only the second time they played the Red Deer Rebels. Oh, really? First first time was 2011. That's when they had a guy by the name of Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and they made quick work of the Edmonton Oil Kings, who were just about to start that key cycle, where they went to the final three straight years. So, it's really exciting. There's been just a a great rivalry brewing uh, between these organizations for the better part of a decade, and finally, we get to see it spill over into the postseason. Uh, on the other side of the draw, there was a big upset. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, Everett uh, losing in six games to the Vancouver Giants. It's the biggest upset in WHL history when you look at points differential from the regular season. It was an eight seed knocking out a one seed. I don't know the last time that happened in the WHL. And, you know, it's a credit to the Vancouver Giants. They're a team that just could never really put it together throughout the course of the regular season. They have some really good players. Fabian Lysel, Boston Bruins prospect. Jesper Vickman in net, the, the import netminder. He's been really good for them. And, uh, you know, they caught Everett, I think, going through some health issues, a little bit of a flu bug going through there. But it's it's a credit to Michael Dick and the Vancouver Giants. It was uh, quite the upset and one that you probably won't see again for a real long time. And it'll be interesting. The Kamloops Blazers are probably licking their chops thinking, hey, we get to play the Vancouver right. Giants now. But at the same time, I think Everett might have been thinking that and obviously it came back to bite them. Okay, and who's the, what's the other series on our side of the draw? It's going to be Moose Jaw against Winnipeg. So Winnipeg, uh, the top-ranked team in the entire CHL. They had the best record in the WHL this year. Oil 
Vikings did beat them three to four times this year. I will mention that. Yes. But uh, uh, that's going to be a really good series. Two uh, very young teams that are kind of at the start of their cycle right now. And, um, you know, the Musha Warriors a bit uh, of a, I don't want to call them a surprise team this year, but they kind of flew under the radar in southern Saskatchewan there with obviously Connor Bedard being Regina. Well, they got a really good 16-year-old in Braden Jaeger there. They got Jaeger Ferguson. They got Ryder Korzak, who just signed uh, an entry-level deal with the New York Rangers. And the key for Musha in that series, can Carl Pettichuk, a WHL veteran, 20-year-old netminder, if he can hold up against the Winnipeg Ice, who are as deep as perhaps the Edmonton Oil Kings, if he can hold up, that series could uh, go the distance as and well. And Winnipeg has Matt Savoy. Matthew Car- Savoy. Carter's a brother. Younger brother, And he's yeah. going to, what, go top ten? It, to- it could be top five. He was listed yeah. fourth, I want to oh, say, yeah, today. Oh, yeah, because he just did the final rankings. Yeah, him and Connor Geeky, two players, oh, four wow. and five. Okay. So they've, they've got, and they got a good 16-year-old as well in Zachary Benson, who will be probably a top 15, maybe even a top 10 pick in the 2023 draft. Okay. Well, this is going to be fun. Thanks yeah. for dropping by. I know you got to hop on uh, your game right away. So oilkings.ca for the webcast and for people to get tickets and tickets. all that other fun stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, you definitely come check out a game. It's going to be so much fun. going to be great. Can't wait. Andrew, thanks for dropping by. Thanks for having me on. That is Andrew Peart, play-by-play voice for the Edmonton Oil Kings. They have just come onto the ice for the warm-up against the Red Deer Rebels. It's going to be fun to take this one in. Uh, as I mentioned, the Oilers have arrived in Los Angeles, just got their well, probably about 45 minutes ago. So we'll keep you, uh, if we can get any news out of there or any audio, we'll get it on the show as well. And when we get back after the 6.30 news and weather, Craig McTavish checks in for his regular appearance on Inside Sports. 6.30 Chad, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.